1: So what will be the excuse to cover up
2: the organized crime of Joe Biden's economy? The Congress, the Senate, the skullduggery that's been taking place for two years. What will be the excuse, Squirrel? COVID? It's always a good one. The pandemic. After all, it brought the world to its knees, turned us all into fascist serfs, or will it be World War III? Which one? Which one? Ooh, that's a that's a good one. They gotta uh, they have good excuses, good ways to hide. The financial crime that is the Biden economy, which is a fraud and a crime, just like every one of these Democrat bastards. So what will it
3: be? As we enter this new moment in the battle against COVID, let's use it to start fresh as a country, to put all the old battles over. First of all, I like it when someone who
2: spits, who coughs dust, talks about starting fresh. This stupid son of a gun hasn't been fresh since the 70s, but he's going to start fresh. We're going to start fresh. See, it's like a family. Like when the old man goes As out and enter- gets drunks and smashes up the station wagon, comes in and he apologizes. Let's all start fresh. Dad's not going to drink anymore. It's going to be a bright future. See, but we're not a family. And if we were, I'd have thrown your ass in the woods a long time ago, you short in the pants Irishman. We don't have people that look like you in my family.
3: As we enter this new moment in the battle against COVID, let's use it to start fresh as a country, right. to put all the old battles over COVID behind us, to put all the partisan politics aside. No, I don't want I, to.
2: I, I don't want to, because I think it's an atrocity. I think it is the greatest weapon ever unleashed on humanity. I think governments planned it. And your government implemented it. And your apparatchiks of Marxist mafia members are thriving under the corruption in it. I think I don't want to forget about it. Not to mention there also is a little sticky problem we have. It's called excess deaths.
1: Welcome to this talk. It's Tuesday, the 25th of October. Now, I want to look at a few things today. The main one probably is going to be the uh, excess deaths in young people in the United States. Oh, his name is Dr. John Campbell. He's from the
2: formerly Great Britain. And he's the only one that has been talking about the actual fact of what is happening. And in this talk, I highly recommend you go to his YouTube channel and check it out. He talks about a very own Illinois politician. I don't want to bring it up, even though I think the political scumbag is a whore and I can't stand him. I'm not going to take advantage of his tragedy. However, there is a startling realization about the excess deaths
1: right here in the good old U.S.S.A. The official data is showing a cumulative total of around about 17,000 excess deaths in zero uh, years to 24 year olds in the United States. I want to look now, now, uh, just in case there's a couple of morons that haven't changed the station yet.
2: Chicago public school teachers or other Democrats. That means babies all the way up to your 20s. 17%. Now, they're not talking about those that are trapped in the Democrat utopias known as ghettos. That get shot on their way to school, get shot on their way to a birthday party or otherwise ghetto rideshare problems of being carjacked and shot in the temple. They're talking about due to we don't know,
1: but it could be the vaccine that in a minute but before we do that i want to start off with some good news if you're a shareholder in pfizer um, pfizer expects to hike u.s covid vaccine price to 110 to 130 dollars now that's correct 110 to 130 dollars per dose this is just quite uh, incredible that's what i mean by the scandal it's
2: incredible because pfizer has bought and sold every Democrat and half the Republican parties and every other political whore, because this is an inside job scam. And what they're selling seems to be raising deaths around the world. There's one common denominator, though, and it's not what Joe Biden wants you to believe. It's among those people who are actually vaccinated.
4: a New York vaccine by
3: no, I don't think. I, uh, that's a local
2: judgment. Oh, you see how it changes in an election year? Now he says, what about the vaccine mandates? Because they just lost a tremendous case in New York. In fact, everybody that's been fired and worked for the government in New York City and New York State, the Democrat fascist hellhole, much like Illinois. The Supreme Court of New York just hi- just mandated that they all be hired back and they all be given back pay. Looks like those people who want to be Americans, and it costs them their jobs, looks like they win in the end. So now he says in an election year, ah, it's up to the districts. And that really is the truth. See, if you want to live under this Marxist mafia fascistic pig organization of Democrat rule, then keep them in. Keep them in. If you don't, go to high ground. And that's really the other issue. Because what's going to happen right after this election and all the chicanery that happens in those Democrat hellholes is they're going to go right back to the Fourth Reich that they are.
3: Virtually every COVID death in America is preventable. Virtually everyone, almost everyone who will die from COVID this year will not be up to date on their shots. The
2: idea that this piece of humanity can even spew it. The idea that this imbecile would even say it, in the face of the other data that we should be talking about. But because in America it is now okay to censor information... There is a massive uptick in deaths from 0 to 24 and from 18 to 49. And the link in those deaths is your vaccine. So the reality is it is quite possible and probable that your government has mandated these excess deaths. And do you think they're going to look out for you in COVID too? Or are they going to use it to cover up the true corruption, the true scandal that is the policy Of Joseph Robinette Biden.
5: Other top stories we're following tonight. First up, President Joe Biden is pledging more security assistance to Ukraine after Russia's heaviest day of strike.
2: Yes, yes, yes. Just keep playing the same old song, because what we're really doing is antagonizing, incentivizing and profiting from the beginnings of World War Three that we were instrumental in.
1: We are at live fire exercises right along
0: the Romanian border with Ukraine. These are exercises that are taking place between the 101st Airborne Division of the United States and Romanian NATO forces. The reason these exercises are important is not just to defend this territory,
2: the 101st Airborne Division, they are also prepared. See, they're getting you all psyched up. You hear the booming and the banging and the blah, blah, blah. They're practicing. Why Why? Why practice? I mean, after all, you already have how many operatives all around the world? You want to pick the Horn of Africa where we have 7,000? You want to go to Syria? You want to talk about Yemen, Somalia? You want to talk about Nicaragua? Where do you want to talk about, scumbags? Because I know what the real problem is, and it's the American foreign policy, which is about corruption and a weaponized currency
0: into Ukraine if called upon something they are uniquely qualified to do. These operations have been going on for the past few weeks. The 101st Airborne Division has been deployed here since July in support of NATO forces right along the borders. That's
2: called provocation as we are provoking World War III. I mean, it's bad enough that we were guilty of all of the allegations that Vladimir Putin had said we were uh, uh, doing the whole time hiding under the NATO flag
0: here are the undeniable facts there are 25 to 30 US funded biolabs in Ukraine according to the US government these biolabs are conducting research on dangerous pathogens ukraine is in an active war zone with widespread bombing artillery and shelling and These facilities, even in the best of circumstances, could easily be compromised and release these deadly pathogens.
2: Oh, that's all very, very true. And then there's the fact that we are clearly the ones that blew up Nord Stream 1. I mean, you don't really believe Putin blew up his own supply chain, do you? He's not as stupid as, say, uh, Buttigieg. He's not that dumb.
6: And now uh, to make it uh, definitive, the destruction of uh, the Nord Stream pipeline, which I I would bet was a U.S. action, perhaps U.S. and,
2: and Poland. You know why I like this guy, Jeffrey Sachs? I don't know what his philosophical leanings are, what his policies are. I don't know what he is. But what I do like about him is that he says the quiet part out loud and he makes everyone uncomfortable. In fact, on every topic, he's been shunned by the media. Which leads me to believe he's absolutely truthful. Uh, this is
6: uh, All right, Jeff. Jeff, we got to
7: stop there. That's a, that's a quite a statement as well. Why do you feel absolutely. that that was a U.S. action? What evidence do you have of that?
6: Well, first of all, there's direct radar evidence that U.S. Uh, helicopters, military helicopters that are normally based in Gdansk, this
2: is the uncomfortable uh, part. were
6: uh, circling over this area.
0: Oh, we yeah, also that.
6: had the threats from the United States earlier in this year that one way or another we are going to end Nord Stream. Yeah, we also that. have a remarkable statement by Secretary Blinken last Friday in a press conference. Uh, he says this is also a tremendous opportunity. It's oh. a strange way to. It's, uh, sorry, it's a strange way to. T- If you're worried about the piracy on international infrastructure of vital significance. So I know this runs counter to our narrative. It runs. You're not allowed to say these things uh, in in the West. But the fact of the matter is all over the world. When I talk to people, they think the U.S. did it. And And
2: so do I. Ta-da! Because the U.S. profits from it. The U.S. can sweep all of its dirty laundry, all of its corruption, all of its past missteps into the new World War III. They need it to happen almost as much as the corrupt oligarch Ukrainian government, which bribed the crack-smoking degenerate son of a dimwit in diapers. They need it just as much as the Ukrainians do. Why do I say that, squirrel? Because I remember... For the last eight years, as the Ukrainian government was killing its people. I remember the Minsk Accord. I remember it all. Do you?
6: Minsk was a site for the OSCE sponsored peace talks among representatives of the Kremlin, Kiev, and pro Russia rebels. CCTV's Daria Bunderchuk reports on the peace plan that emerged.
7: The participants of the talks in Minsk agreed on a plan which focused on a ceasefire in eastern Ukraine and efforts to get the government functioning again. Do you know why it wasn't functioning, Squirrel?
2: Because for two years they were killing their own people. Most of those people in Donetsk, and forgive me if I pronounce it wrong, but I don't give a rip because it's always been a Soviet hellhole of oligarch corruption bribery and scandals where the people have always lived as slaves that's why the best americans often come from these former soviet hellholes which we now are strengthening and why wouldn't we we openly elected i guess or allowed a dimwit in diaper short in the pants irish gangster who's been bribed by the oligarchs since he was the vice president moron 3126425600
0: Make money, smoke cigars, and live free. On the Sean Thompson Show. On AM 560. The Answer. AM 560. The Answer.
1: Nice pull, kid. If I had to guess,
2: the Professor Jeffrey Sachs has probably spent a lot of his voting issues on supporting the Democrat Mafia. However, what I do like about Professor Jeffrey Sachs, is he now is using reason, objective fact, and logic dictate policies. And something tells me he's no longer a Democrat if he ever was one, and I don't know if he was. But I can't help but notice he's invited to a lot of Democrat venues where he is now being censored and rejected. Now, here is one that I you know how they always tout democracy as they steal elections because they need to pretend you're in a democracy. They need you to pretend you have a voice in the culture of corruption. That is their philosophy. So here is doctor or professor. He is a doctor. Also, Jeffrey Sachs at Democracy fun or or, or, uh, Democracy for Now or Democracy Now, some other Marxist organization. I want you to listen to what they do to him.
6: We treat democracy as the good.
2: Democracy forum.
6: The most violent country in the world in the 19th century, by far, was perhaps the most democratic or second most democratic, and that was Britain. You can be democratic at home and ruthlessly imperial abroad. The most violent country in the world since 1950 has been the United States. It's Jeff, been by let involved. Jeffrey, the
8: more stop more now. Let's, let's, For Jeffrey, I'm, 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 Jeffrey I'm your moderator, and it's enough.
0: Okay, I'm done.
2: It's enough what? It's enough fact. It's enough truth. It's enough of a rebuttal against your propaganda, as that Democracy Forum is sponsored by the New York Times. Oh God! Yeah, they don't like the truth when you rub their face in it. Like the dogs, they are the liars, the profiteers of corruption. That they are. Scott South Barrington.
7: Yeah, Sean. Sure. Yes. Hey, um. By, by the way, I really appreciate your witticism. You, know, you always got your homework done. Thank you. You know, you know, you're first, first time, time ever. ever. <laughs> yeah, it's first time ever for me. <laughs> Thank you. So do it. The point I uh, want to make is um, what sets you apart. Really, is that I, I, I call these other so-called conservatives—they're they, like cowards. Th- like, let's give an example. Laura Ingram has Dinesh D'Souza on all the time, right? Mm-hmm. She not, didn't say one peep about his two thousand meals document. Okay, Sean won't go there. Okay, most of Fox won't go there. They won't talk about the, they, they won't talk about Ashley Babbitt.
2: Yeah, you mean the only the only, the only person actually yeah. murdered in January sixth?
7: Yeah. The only person. Yeah. yeah now, only I'm to the point where if you know, these these radicals, believe you know this as well as anyone, they know they can't win the the vote fair and square. They know it. It's impossible, right? Sure. So they're they're working on this overtime right now as we're probably talking on a cheat. And oh, come if on. we don't win the elections, we should if we don't win the elections, that we don't win. I'm gonna blame the conservative press. Because oh. they're not covering any, they're, they're really not covering the cheating, not, they didn't cover the Trump cheating, they're not covering all the stuff that's going and on. And they're supporting,
2: no they're continuing to support a system in which we cannot audit And I don't care what it is. And I say this to my kids. If it's something that no one wants to show you the proof of, it is a lie. I am certainly not going to turn over the most important decisions to the most prophetic liars in the country in one place. We have no way of actually auditing. And when you look into the results of not just Trump's elections, but numerous elections. What do you see? They destroy the evidence. We either are a republic or we are a banana republic. We have been a bipartisan banana republic, and it goes back to at least after Reagan. To at least after Reagan.
7: Speaking of Reagan, they all say trust, you know, trust, but verify. That's what he said. But they don't do it. You don't see Sean. You don't see all these people do. It. They don't even cover the thing. And you you hit it precisely. Oh, thank you. So, well, thank you. I appreciate that, Scott. Fight. And here's it's the other thing. I, I
2: always remember what a scumbag old man Bush may he burn in hell. What he oh, was. I'm a, I'm during ahead. the debates as a kid, that that phrase trickled down economics. You think it's a it's a Democrat moron that came up with that, that slander? <laughs> Of capitalism, that was old man Bush. Old man Bush hated Reagan. He couldn't wait for him to get shot. He couldn't wait for him to die. He couldn't wait for him to pretend to be the president. And when he did, he was one giant screw up. The only difference is he had the depends that you you snapped on the side versus the ones you pull up that you see on this fossil.
7: <laughs> and the kid was—he uh, was maybe even worse. Oh please, he was—you know—he was he, know, he, he absolutely. Sean, if you have, like, a commercial airline pilot, maybe you should do that, and ask him about the VMO, the maximum velocity, it's impossible to fly a big commercial jet 500 miles an hour and not have the plane either fall apart or wagon all over the place. I
2: don't know, but I just want one to to get on one, and I want to fly as fast as that son of a gun can go to get the hell out of this red state hell. Thank you very much, Scott. Tim on the north side. Did I say red state, hell? I mean blue blue state, hell. Nice nice call. Blue state. I can't believe that so many Illinoisans are complacent with the Democrat mafia that is running this state. I can't believe it. Go ahead.
8: Hey, how's it going? By the way, I completely agree 100% with your assessment of the Jeffrey Sachs interview. I actually sent him a note after I watched that interview, but he's been talking like that. Um... Even as far back as 2014, 2015, about the whole situation of Russians in in Ukraine, but he piqued like, my interest.
2: He piqued my interest when he talk, took about took on our foreign policy and made the prediction. I the first time I stumbled on this guy, it has got to be 12 years ago, maybe more, and he made the prediction that in the end we will we will end up empty-handed. And as the result, hundreds of thousands of people will be will have been murdered. He called that exactly correct, and no one talks about that. Yeah.
8: No, that's right, that's right. But the other question that I have is: I mean, we've got a president that's raiding the oil reserve; he's raiding the Federal Reserve. I mean, if the Republicans win, are they going to have the guts to say we need to at least? Figure out where this money is going and and what's the plan. Because no, no, they're not. I'm not entirely convinced about that.
2: No, they're not because they're not interested in destroying the corruption. They're interested in wielding the power of it. They're not interested in breaking apart front running or insider trading or policy front uh, uh, investments. They want to be in front of it. This is how you get to this position where the country has been so bastardized that failure is the only goal of the government because it is within failure that the citizens become servants willful. It is within fear that they become safety cultists like covid. This is their greatest strength, which is why so few of them are standing up against it and why you really need to throw out those establishment roaches like Mitch McConnell, to name one, among hiding in there with 75 to 90 others. They all need to be thrown out. Every one of them. And there needs to be, in this country, the only place there is to be restraints, on government, not on me and you. Did you know, I'm astonished as you look around Europe and you look at the tax tax rates for their citizens all throughout, just pick a country. It's astonishing how low they are and how high we are and how many of our citizens are telling the government, yes, take their money. Yes, limit, my fellow citizen. We need to spend it more in the face of all of the waste, the fraud and abuse. Everybody turns into a Chicagoan. And that's the problem with it, Tim, on the north side. You know that. I went long with you, brother. Thanks for calling. three one two I'll be back.
0: He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die. On the Sean Thompson Show, on AM 560, The Answer. AM 560, The Answer. There
2: he is. Squirrel, I told you you'd look good in those lederhosen. The socks make the whole ensemble. What a voice. You know, she can't sing anymore. She lost her voice. So did Donny Osmond, but I think for an entirely different other reason. Pete Buttigieg. Jeffrey Socks! I didn't know you live in Indiana. Yes, sir. Do you really? Well, you don't sound like yourself either. Jeffrey, is this you? (laughs) No. This is the other Jeffrey Sachs. Oh, the other Jeffrey Sachs. Very good. So let me, uh, what what is your specialty, Jeffrey Sachs? I'm a funeral director. Oh, well, hey, you're winning in this COVID thing. Dropping like flies. You You got that right. So you know what's a terrible thing? There's all kinds of rumors about. Now, I have a family, admittedly, in the same business you're in, and there seems to be a little murmur that there are a massive upticks in deaths, and not to the normal Democrat reasons of Democrats are in office, the economy sucks, a lot of people commit suicide. This seems to be all kinds of problems with blood clots, young people having heart attacks. In all seriousness, are you seeing any uptick? Because... Uh, Dr. John Campbell says we're at 17% among young people. Numbers are even higher among middle-aged people. Are you seeing an uptick?
8: Yeah, I I really do. And uh, especially when COVID happened, you know, they reported uh, a lot of these deaths that weren't really COVID-related, but they did put COVID on the death certificate.
2: You know, I'll never forget when they came out with the symptoms that they had to admit to. You got the Jimmy leg, you can't sleep. And you get Bell's palsy where you're walking around like a Chicago Democrat. I don't need that. I, I mean, I, that alone is enough for me not to take it, let alone that they rush something out. We've got a system, thankfully, that it tests drugs for years. Viagra, 10 years. Now look what it did to society. I got, I got frauds like uh, uh, Dick Mel pretending to be a man because he's got a pocket full of Viagra. In the meantime, it's a disgrace what, what they did with this vaccine. And this I blame a little bit on Trump. I don't want you naming medical drugs warp speed. I don't want that. I want time. I want to make sure nobody dies. I don't want to walk around look like Dr. O'Warty or Lori Lightfoot or any other female Democrat. I don't like it.
8: Yeah. All right, Amen, Jeff- brother.
2: Jeffrey Sachs, take care of yourself. It's a good name. Good name. You know what else Jeffrey Sachs said about COVID, don't you? I mean, the real Jeffrey Sachs. I'll add
6: one provocative statement. We could take it up later. It may shock you or not shock you, or you may say, I already know that, Professor Sachs. But I chaired a commission for the Lancet for two years on COVID. I'm pretty convinced it came out of US lab biotechnology, not out of nature. No Just kidding. to mention, after two years of intensive work on this. So it's a blunder, in my view, of biotech, not an accident of a natural spillover. We don't know for sure. I should be absolutely clear, but there's enough evidence that it should be looked into, and it's not being investigated, not in the United States, not anywhere. And I think for real reasons that they don't want to look underneath the uh, uh, underneath the uh, the rug.
2: And see, the reason, Jeffrey, the only the only where the only place I would even disagree with that is because it was a plan. Who benefits? Let's do the old Occam razor. Who benefits? Who has benefited? How has the relationship between American citizen and American government forever been changed? The government benefited. It turned each and every one of the citizens into serfs, slaves, whether they were willful or not. There were only but a handful of states that stood up. For the rights of the citizen. I'm proud of our history. I don't want to teach kids to hate our country. I don't want to teach kids to hate each other. And the way to stop discrimination on the basis of race is to stop discriminating
5: on the basis of
2: race. That's my state. And it became my state due to COVID. Due to the open and notorious fascism. By a 450 pound beanbag cheered by every other willful slave to the mafia. Those that want in on it. Uh, Jim, Wisconsin. Hey, John. Yes,
8: buddy. hey, you got me. I do. You me? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, you're, you're right on the money on everything. It's so refreshing to listen to
3: somebody speak talent like it is. And, oh, I appreciate. You know, and you know what? Everything comes down to
4: is the integrity uh, of. What, what, what the people and I, what they believe and, Jim, um,
2: and that's it. Jim, I'm actually what, what all this is about. I'm rooting for Wisconsin. You, you got a big election in Wisconsin. I'm rooting for you. God forbid a thousand times these Democrats, these communists, these Marxists ruin a great state like they did Illinois. In the meantime, I think the NSA is jamming our line. Thank you very much, though, Jim, for calling. I truly Jackson appreciate devil, it. Double, even in a
4: high pitched voice. That's right.
2: I can pull off the high pitched voice, but few can. Chuck in
4: Dullivan. Hey, uh, this morning they had the guy that I'm running against on the radio, Mitt Romney's grandson, or Paul Ryan's uh, son. Wait, and, uh, wait, wait. wait is he really Mitt Romney's grandson? No, he might as well be. Oh. But uh, he, he's got the same views as both of them. And uh, Mr. Foxconn himself gave him the spot. The guys don't want to be in the same room. So what you're going to do is mark down November, November the November 9th, and give me in for a 15-minute time slot. You will get the exclusive when I overthrow the government up here in District 1.
2: All right. So I like that. Gonna I'm good. The only
4: guy, you're going to be the only guy. I won't talk to anybody. I love so it. Mark that down. Mark Thank it you down. Very much.
2: Thank you. That's Chuck from That's Dullivan. It. I cannot wait for him to come in, and maybe we'll pay him to trim the beard. He doesn't have to shave it, but he has to trim it because he's got getting stuff stuck in it. It's not going to be good in Congress. Uh, Don in Bloomingdale.
9: Sean, when I hear the president say, let bygones be bygones and can't we forget the past, the first thing that comes to my mind
7: is, no, I want payback. I lost two years of business. I want payback.
2: You know, time is the enemy of all. Few people recognize that. Time, it will never be today again. You have one life. One. We burned two and a half years on these fascist pigs. Two and a half years. The idea that anybody that supported that would remain in office shows you one unequivocal fact. Your fellow citizens are morons. Morons. And then the idea that it, we're now practicing for the morons voting away the freedom of the true victims of stupidity. It's too much for me. That's why Florida. Joe in Naperville.
1: Hey, hey, Sean, how you doing? Splendid. Hey,
4: listen, I heard that. I heard there's like 4,700 of our 101st Airborne guys are deployed or embedded in Ukraine.
9: Yes, Have you heard anything about that? I played the. I played and the tape. You... Oh, you did. Okay, they're, well, they're
2: I'm actually sorry. in Romania, I heard... which I believe oh, Nadia Comaneci is. It Nadia Comaneci was from Romania. Romani- I was distracted by Romani- her Romani- leotard. There. Yes. uh yeah, me too. They're in Romania right now, and they're getting ready. Right. And we're getting propped up and let the propaganda go. But they don't talk about the seven thousand that are in Africa and they don't talk about they don't talk about Libya. They don't talk about Syria. They don't talk about Yemen, where we're fighting for those inbred diaper wearing buffoon Saudis. They don't talk about anything, but they talk about what they need support for. Right. Because the 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 warmongering scum who all the time said they were anti war. They love the idea right. of the money that can be stolen. After all, they have all been bribed by Raytheon, by Lockheed Martin, by the military industrial complex. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're, they're basically lobbyists themselves. You don't think that, that AOC and the rest of them can afford those $3,000 handbags on a, <laughs> on a dime, on 175000 before taxes. You don't think that these Congress scum can live one-tenth, four months of the way they spend money on the government salary, do you? We have an open right. bribery system, and the people who That's are bribed right. the best and can put the best lipstick on the pig that is our government, they're going to stay there a long time. And I just described Mitch McConnell's whole career. Thank you, Joe in Naperville. Stay
9: hey, i s- hey, got one more question. One yeah. more quick question for you. Shoot.
4: Yeah, quick question is this. you know this new vaccine that they came out, out with? It was uh, the, uh, the data that they came out with that said that uh, it's going to work, but it's based on uh, – Eight lab, eight lab mice. Yeah. That's it.
2: Uh-huh. That's well, they're all smarter today. than the Democrat base, those yeah. eight mice. However, yeah. I will say this, Joe. I personally, and I say this unequivocally, and I would love someone to test me. I will rip up a $10, 000, a $10 million check, a $10 million check before I put that in my arm. That's how that's how firmly I'm against it. Now, I feel terrible for those people who were forced to lose their livelihoods so that they were forced into a decision they would have never made. I feel terrible even for those idiots that believe their government. However, now that we know what this drug has been doing, the idea that this government is selling this drug tells you they're not on the side of the people. They're on the side that that butters their bread, that puts those escalades in their driveway, that puts those five thousand dollar suits on their back. They're whores. And the big pharma okay. is the pimp. Thank you, Joe. I mean I'm not saying I can't be bought, but now I say twenty million. I'll rip it up in your fat face, Pritzker. Test me. Three one two six four two fifty six hundred.
9: I was just listening to the Sean Thompson show. I am saddened that this guy supposedly represents us. I mean, I am appalled.
3: He's just disgusting. Sexist pig. And an absolute disgrace. Thank you.
0: AM
4: 560, the answer. To the town. Squirrel says. For 20 million dollars.
2: I just want to quote you right. For $20 million, Squirrel will take the vaccine on the 50-yard lane during his Super Bowl with a feather duster in his ass. Now, there's value. See, at least you're an honest whore. Creep Puff Jim, what do you got, baby?
7: Oh, hey, Sean, the, the weather's reminding me of London town. So. Yeah. I wonder if the conservative party in the United States to go the same way the... Uh... The London no, is, folks, no, you got it. You got It looks like it looks to me like they're going the same direction. To me,
2: yeah. Well, you got to think there's moving parts. Now I understand. You know, you know, moving parts. Like when Dick Mel and Ed Burke and those other mafia members that got you your municipal job. When those scoundrels <laughs> were fighting heroes, over a when, when they were fighting over a corner lot for their new beef stand or hot dog stand. You know how it is. There's a lot of moving parts. So in that particular moving part, you got to remember there's a king now. Oh, yeah, he's awful inbred, awful stupid looking with his ears down by his shoulders. And that stupid inbred son of a gun was bribed to take on the policy of fascism. He couldn't afford
5: that. Do you support a federal fund for individuals like myself?
3: No, wait, wait, where is it? Here it is. And whether it's the United Kingdom or just today, we've got news. That Rashid (laughs) Rashid (laughs) Sanuk is now the prime minister. As my brother would say, go figure. (laughs)
2: Squirrel, where's the clip of Biden saying we had to pay countries to adopt the uh, green energy policy? Top left corner. No, it's not it.
3: So we have to, oh, yeah. the industrialized world has to not only clean up act, but we've got to help these countries do what they need to do without further hurting the environment. And we have to pay them, in my view. We have to compensate them for what they're doing.
2: So we're going to bail out a lot of these, a lot of these, comp- these countries as long as they don't put any obstacles in place. And that would be somebody who wants to go back to capitalism and conservative values. It would be somebody who understands the the value of a private economy versus a top-down government supremacist economy like these Democrat fascist pigs want. Uh, Tony, Crown Point.
7: Yeah, hey, Sean. Love you, love your show. Keep speaking the truth, brother.
2: Right back at you, thank
7: you. Speaking the truth. Thank you. Hey, uh, I just want to say, uh, screw Chase, uh, I had a bad experience. I was doing some work for this for this guy. He's like, "Hey, why don't you get a Chase account? I can zell you." I'm like, oh, "Okay, dude." So, like,
2: uh <laughs> I don't like the sound. It <laughs> is. Go ahead.
7: <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I, I get a Chase account. I don't even need the account. I just did it to be convenient for me and him. So, um, he gives me a check. I do it over the mobile app. It says it's going to be in there five days. It's not in there. They, uh, um, so um, next time I look, they said my accounts are closed because. My check didn't go through because they couldn't get a hold of the guy, the maker. So the next week, me and him go to this, go to the bank in person. He, he takes care of it, and it's been a month, and I just got my money now. I think I was targeted. I, as soon as I use the mobile app, ask um, the Canadian, stuff,
2: ask the Canadian truckers what they feel about bank collusion with government. It's a real scary yeah. thing, brother. It's a real scary thing, and that's why you're gonna have to go back to the olden days. You are. You're gonna yeah, have to go back to cash and Kearns. You're gonna have to. Well, that's a, yeah. That's go, what I always want to give.
7: You yeah. know, was a young kid. You know, I'll sell you.
2: From now like, on, you make the get? kid capitulate to you. You bring me cash, right. and that you bring me cash, and I promise I don't break your windows. That's called the Melrose right. Park alternative. Thank you, Tony. Appreciate the call, Todd in Barrington.
9: I've been Hey, to- Sean. Uh, I've called you before. I called you about my son
7: uh, going up against Union competition. If you recall, Maybe I kind of
2: do. Yes, next. go ahead.
7: But uh, I had an interesting day at work today. I had a gentleman come in for a pickup, and he comes in, a truck driver, and he goes, Hey, uh, what a crazy world it is out
9: there. I go, What do you mean a crazy world? Boy, that Matt Getz and that Marjorie Green, she is just whack. Oh, boy. I go, And how do you think about the guy in the White House? There's nobody more whack than that guy. He goes, well, he's better than Trump. All Trump ever
4: did was lie. I said, well, uh. tell me what he lied about. <laughs> well, he lied all the time. He lied about everything. I said, Just give me one example.
2: Yeah, they can't do this.
4: come up with anything, of course. Well, and now, and
0: said,
2: now, now the you the get the to say,
7: Todd. Scumbag.
2: Now you get to say, number one, get the hell out of my business, which is my favorite thing. I like yep. to focus to on it, told the time. guy
7: who was a
9: scumbag and,
7: and kicked him out. Thank you so very I told him much. to your
9: leftist scumbag. I said, get the hell out of my shop. And I said, I guess you're voting for Pritzker, too. He
8: goes. I wouldn't vote for him. Oh, yeah, that's where I draw
2: the line, yeah. Todd, listen, I'm going to tell you something. I learned this a long time ago. Money gets taxed. You could spend it. You could blow it. There's a million different ways it it leaves your hands. But pride, no one can take away from you. 312-642-5600.
0: Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome. On The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck.
1: is
2: arguably my favorite subject, Barton. The most important commodity and the common denominator of all things is oil. It is the common denominator of everything below your feet and above your head, of everything you use and everything you wear. It is oil. America has forgotten this principle. Our politicians have bastardized the entire sector of our economy and they have willingly, willingly, Enriched enemies of the principles of America to do so. And they like it that way. They need this cartel of corruption called OPEC. They need Saudi Arabia. They need the quest for something they sell as finite, knowing that it isn't. Because they need to hamstring the prosperity of the citizen while the government becomes very rich. That's how I see it. You can trace back this problem to the Sherman Antitrust Act, but that's going to get a little too deep. And if we're going to get deep, I want to do it with the next guest, who is an expert in this arena. His name is Ivan Eland. He has written an article, Has Joe Biden Triggered the End of U.S.-Saudi Partnership? Is the oil weapon is back. Yes, it is back. Dr. Ivan Eland, thank you so much for joining me. How are you? Thanks for having me on. I have to tell you, I am disgusted with the way in which the American citizen accepts the corruption in the most important sector, the most important commodity in life itself, and how they turn to their abuser for help. And isn't that really the situation we're in? And it was created and is stoked by their own representatives who make sure that we're always behind the eight ball when it comes to this commodity. Well,
9: yes, I think we're 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 sort of. Living in a mirage that was created in the 1970s, and we've marched on. Even the uh, younger people who didn't experience the 1970s have been, uh, you know, indoctrinated to the fact that uh, OPEC controls the world and we need to, to uh, be friendly with these countries. Uh, but the bottom line is that the OPEC, like any other cartel, most cartels have failed in the past to uh, keep the price of their commodity, whether it's, whether, you know, block site or, you know, uh, uranium or whatever, whatever else. But oil is right in, up there. And the reason that cartels uh, fail is because there's a lot of cheating. A cartel is just a bunch of uh, companies or countries, in this case, uh, since most of the uh, petroleum companies around the world are state-owned, They try to cut production and regulate production so they can keep the price high in the long term. They can do they can do a little bit of price manipulation in in the shorter term, but in the long term, what happens is if the commodity is valuable, and as you mentioned, oil is very valuable, people make a lot of money taking it out of the ground. uh, People will cheat on the on the on the production quotas. Now, Saudi Arabia, in this case, uh, has reduced you know uh, the, the production quota or you know everybody voted in the cartel, but Saudi Arabia is perceived as the leader, but a lot of those countries are going to cheat uh, and that's who we're
2: quota. that's who we're dealing with because, these are countries yeah, that are known for this
9: but you know the market even works even with cartels because because what happens is they they uh, reduce production and uh, therefore, the price goes up. But when the price goes up, all these country, other countries go, "Wow, we can really make some great revenues if we produce, if we pump more oil." So what they do is they pump. They say they're uh, you know abiding by the cartel, and then they pump more oil. So the price will go up, and the price will go down. But but the, the other problem that we have is for years we've patrolled the the world's oil fields in the Persian Gulf, supposedly. Uh, although we don't get that much oil from the Persian Gulf ourselves, especially with the fracking, after the fracking boom started, uh, and we are the we have uh, gone back to being the the, the uh, premier oil producer in the world, uh, but you would never know it from our policy because our policy just keeps going on from the 1970s where we had gas lines and everything, but that was mainly caused by uh, the government, not the oil market. So. <laughs> By price controls and that sort of thing, uh, the best thing to do uh, is not have forces in the Persian Gulf, or at least reduce our forces there. Uh, they probably need to pay more attention to China and maybe Russia uh, nowadays than they do uh, guarding the oil that's going to be flowing anyway, because it, it pays people to put it on the market. You know, Doc, uh, and so, I like to go. go I like. Ahead. I
2: like to go back. I'm a big fan of history, and I'm a big fan of Americanism, and I I love the idea that the youngest country became the richest, and the reason that it did so is because it allowed the individual to prosper, it allowed him to gain the fruits of his intellectual labor and his physical labor. And one of my favorite books of all is Titan, about J.D. Rockefeller. And you go back throughout history, and you realize that the government understood it had to use its power in order to corral and control industries. There's no better industry to control than the energy sector of America. And the reality is, if you look at just the quality of the oil, the light sweet versus the Brent, all of it, America has the best. Yet they were able to sell this notion that it was finite, it was difficult, they couldn't afford to have citizens think, well, it's everywhere, from Illinois to... Uh, Philadelphia to California it's everywhere and every state has it and all you got to do is figure out how to get it and the rest of it and then you could get the body you could make synthetic oil there's all kinds of ways in which we could prosper yet the government is in the business of restraining us and it's within that business comes their power they really can't afford for America to be energy prosperous or energy independent they like us under the guise of the regulation and the control of government because that's how they control the the, the, the money and they control the whole situation they can't afford to have have cheap
9: oil can they well i think uh they don't want the politicians don't want the oil to go too cheaply <laughs> uh go to cheaper price because we have an oil industry in this country uh as you mentioned in uh, either fracking or normal extraction of of oil and gas uh in texas and elsewhere uh that would be hurt by that, but they don't want the price to go too high either because then they don't, they lose elections. And that's what Biden was uh, the reason he was groveling to the, Soviets this, or the Soviet societies this time. And of course, you got him nowhere and he just got a black eye for, for doing it because uh, the Saudis will pretend that they're thumbing the nose at him. But really what's, what's going to happen is the price is going to go down when people after it goes up because people will put more oil on the uh, the market. So the markets work without intervention by uh, military forces in the Persian Gulf or uh, uh, OPEC-type production cuts.
2: So we've been playing this Goldilocks pricing when it comes to this commodity for decades, decades and decades. What's just right? We now know that Aramico is a company of fraud aramico couldn't go public unless it was able to get oil above sixty three dollars i can remember when george bush was first elected and they were aggravated that an oil man would allow oil to go over twenty eight dollars a barrel now you're only talking 22 years ago but each time oil is low everything prospers most of all the citizen and it's in that prosperity that the government control is weakened I am. I I know how this sounds to you. I understand it. But I am of the fact that the government's best interest is to have government so that the the people who are high earners can afford the the, the prosperity of energy and people who are low need subsidies and need government because it's within that servitude that their sweet spot of power is. Is at its highest. I can never remember a time in my fifty-four years when the government has been more powerful and the citizen of this country has been more weak. They cannot afford for America to pull its energy out. They cannot afford for American companies to be prosperous. I think they like backdoor nationalizing this most important sector of society.
9: Yes, and they also both politicians of both parties tout energy independence. You've heard them even in this campaign uh, for the midterms. Here, they've been doing that. Because of the higher oil prices, but if you're the, the, the study, the obvious uh, conclusion of any study, and there have been studies to this effect, uh, that if you're energy independent, you're probably going to pay more for energy because, in certain cases, it's better to import energy. Uh, there's really no reason why we have to be energy independent. What we need is the free market to work, and that free market will is guaranteed. To bring oil here and gas uh, to some extent uh, at at uh, the best price that can be had at the time and that's what you have to do because if you start manipulating the market then as you say uh, you know if it's too low or uh, it some people are hurt and uh, if it's too high other people are hurt and so you you just really need to let the market. Go If the price of oil goes up, it will go back down. And it always has and it always will. It's stuck in this independence thing from the 70s when we had gas lines. But the reason we had that is because we had price controls on oil. The Japanese didn't do that. And they had no gas lines, no national trauma uh, of rationing or whatever. And uh, that's what you need to do is you let the green market work. uh, And it uh, it works wonders.
2: I'm optimistic that it can. I'm also... Aware of how many Americans are comfortable letting this dirty business happen all around the world, but not here. But I'm interested in your opinion of why you think so many Americans are comfortable, and this is a bipartisan issue, with enriching. This particular country, which is a throwback to the seventh century in practice, as it lives where slavery is still open, they have open slave markets, it's fine to have slaves in Saudi Arabia, they, the women can't read or drive or benefit. Why are we dealing with this nation in the year 2022 that is so comfortable living as royals while they let the rest of society, their own society, live in, in servitude? Is this an indication that... Our government is happy with that, too. I don't even understand why we're doing business with these kind of people.
9: Well, we'll go back in history. During World War II, FDR, Franklin Delano Roosevelt went and he made a bargain with King Saud, who was the founder of the Saudi Arabian dynasty. And he said, well, our oil is going to run out. Which, Of course, we'll talk about that. It never does seem to run out because we always have new technology that brings more, but FDR was operating under a false premise. So, we're going to need your oil. Your oil is fairly cheap. So, if you guarantee us access to your oil, we'll defend you. And the, the Saudis didn't trust the British because the British were in Iran and uh, were an empire. So, they said, okay, that's a good deal. So, we've been doing the same thing since the 1940s. And these people have always been oppressive and they've always been very strictly. Uh, uh, Islamic or Islamist, I should say, and they've sponsored terrorists around the world. They've sponsored madrasas, which are schools that teach radical Islam. Uh, Of course, even in in 9-11, when most of the hijackers were uh, Saudi, and also there was some link to the Saudi government there out in San Diego, one of the uh, members of the consulate, as I recall, it was helping the hijackers. So uh, we can't say that it was a Saudi government plot, but there was certainly uh, some assistance from Saudi representatives. But yeah. through all that, we through all that, and then we had the Khashoggi murder, which was, the guy was brutally murdered. He was an American; he was an American citizen, but he was a Re, Amer, he had a green card uh, and was a resident here. He was a journalist, and they murdered him in the Turkish. Um, uh, the Saudi Turkish embassy.
2: Yeah. I'll tell you, <laughs> you know uh, what I love about your writings, Doc? You remind everybody why the word cartel is crucially important. We pretend one cartel is very bad as they uh, dope our kids and destroy the quality of life. We pretend another cartel is good because we let them walk around and pretend they're royals. That's the real thing we need to focus on.
9: Right. I mean, it, it operates just the same as the, the, uh, the, the Sinaloa's. Cartel. Yeah. Doctor. Uh, I think you're right to ask the question of: Do we really need to coddle these people? I mean, we can still buy their oil if we need it, but we'll just pay market prices. And really, what we're doing is we're concerned we're we're sort of want to be the power and make sure our uh, you know Europeans because uh, ha- uh, they get a lot of their oil from Saudi Arabia, where we as we get less. But the, 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 that's even a fallacy because if any time a country puts more oil on the market, the price will go down, and any time a producer takes off the market, the price will go up anywhere in the world. So we don't even have to uh, buy Iranian oil, but if we allow them to sell it into the market, you know, the price of oil will go down. Same with Venezuela. Doc, I could talk to you for an
2: hour because we haven't even talked about Russia, but I will talk about that with you next time. I think that's a lot of our problem with Russia. We can't afford to have them come onto the market and drive the price down so that poor people can live like rich people. Dr. Ivan Eland, I so appreciate everything you do. Please keep it up. I I, I look forward to all of your writings. I I could still find you at the Cato, right, or no?
9: No, I'm at the Independent Institute in California now.
2: I will not make that mistake again, but I always read your stuff. I've always liked it. Dr. Ivan Eland, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this.
0: This is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer.
2: Why do I feel like I'm watching the Dukes of Hazzard? All right, now, let's lower that a little bit. I want the people to hear who we've made trillionaires. Not billionaires. Trillionaires.
1: Really. It's a pretty language, is Anybody that challenges the existence of this country and this kingdom, all of us, we are projects of jihad and martyrdom. And martyrdom.
2: Yeah. yeah, he's inbred, so he had to have his friend help him. That is a Saudi prince. Not Saudi rabble. Not a more. That's a Saudi prince worth hundreds of millions. He could probably afford to hang around with Nancy Pelosi's husband. That's how much money that inbred diaper wearing dimwit has. In the meantime, that's who you're making rich when you abide and sit complacently by by corrupt scumbag policies that make sure that country's worth trillions, not billions. Greg LaGrange. How
0: are you? Good. how How are you? A great interview. Uh, I thought it's very interesting because when you look back at that whole that whole era and how key the Roosevelt family was in not only establishing Saudi Arabia for what they became, but through the, the Middle East in in particular Persia and things like that in the mid fifties. But <clears throat> going back to your comment about the book Titan, I've always said, "On the souls of my parents." Do you want to save a lot of money by not going to business school, read two books. <laughs> one is Titan yeah. by Churnell, and the second one is The First Tycoon about Cornelius Vanderbilt by T.J. Styles. And
2: it's funny. You will learn. Yeah, you will learn everything. you know. But here's the other thing. It's funny, and the reason I jumped on it, is because you see the bastardization of a, of a policy that is meant to make people feel good about government weaponizing regulation in the Sherman Antitrust Act. That's all that is. That is not for the people. That is so that government can always backdoor nationalize business so that that it always needs government corruption. That's all the Sherman Antitrust Act is. And that's how you know the future is stolen because they've threatened to use it on Silicon Valley. That's how the censorship began in this country.
0: And when they broke up Rockefeller's empire he still ended up making
2: money in the end. Well, here's the other thing. They they actually reinvigorated his empire. His empire was suffering due to competition. If you go back and you really look at what that did, that strengthened the Rockefeller dynasty. And that is why he was turned in by his own son. If you notice, the government was chasing him for, I think, a year and a half. When he went to visit his grandson, his scumbag son called the feds on him and turned them in. They needed that father restrained. And that's why you see all of these other scumbag Rockefellers, and I don't just mean the one that died in the whorehouse. What the hell was his name? Not Nelson. That was the one that became governor. The one who was uh, came and went. What's his name? The scumbag in the whorehouse. We'll figure it out. Thank you, Greg. Very important book, and people need to read it. Titan.
0: Uh...
2: Boy, oh boy. Am I the only one? Don't... Don't play. I don't want you to play that. I want you to play the you know, my favorite.
7: Do not come. Do not come.
2: I'm gonna come. Oh, no, stop it! You know there's something wrong with you, squirrel. Ever since you put those leader hoses
9: on, Dave, Libertyville. Hey, Sean. Thanks for keeping me aggravated. <laughs> Anytime, man. Uh, uh, you know. They've been talking about this since the beginning of the COVID thing, and all the politicians supposedly got their shots and their boosters. Do you think they really took them?
2: I don't know. I mean, I think that there's a lot of useful slaves. The the real question is, would they, you know, I don't know what I I would. I would mortgage everything I could get my hands on to make sure my kids don't take it. Uh, I don't know if the politicians are that smart. I don't know. Here's the, the politicians in the know, of course not. The upper echelon? No. Do I think some of these yeah. loyalists to the Marxist mafia took it? They might have. They might have. But, you know, I don't know. Sure. I, I, I'll tell you this. You can find out by the way they die and what age they are. Thank you very much, Dave in Libertyville. I'm sorry, but I have to connect it's I'm silly that way.
1: And yet this is what is reported by the Reuters news agency. One of the chief executives, uh, Pfizer, expects to roughly quadruple vaccine price. That's times four, isn't it? $110 to $130 per dose after the United States government current purchase scheme expires, currently paying around $30 per dose. So the government does the deal under
2: Trump for $30 a dose. The government agreement expires. The government mandates come back, and it's quadrupled. You know, man, that's a good system.
4: Based on the price of oil, I've also instructed the Secretary of Energy to purchase... At a very good price. Large quantities of crude oil for storage in the U.S. strategic reserve. Oh, don't rub it in. Don't rub it in because
2: now this usurper, this diaper-wearing dementia patient spitting all over the place is selling it and arbitraging the profit. Do you think they'll keep tabs on where the profit goes? Oh, I don't think so. Democrat mafia. That's how they're spending $25 million on some ads for some congressman whore. Kevin, Austin, Texas.
8: Sean, I was listening to you, uh, again, very eloquent, slamming the uh, organized mafia that is the Democrat Party. And I heard you say a statement earlier, you said, as you sit complacently by, as far as the people who listen to this.
2: You know what the... Uh, I don't mean us, brother. Mafia. I don't mean us. No, I'm I not mean talking those, about you and me. I mean I'm those fat-ass... Step and fetch Democrat loyalists who vote for their own pension, their own contract. I'm talking about the guys I grew up with. I'm talking about the guys who 364 days a year are American capitalists. Yet when that day comes, they pull Democrat because they need the mafia <laughs> scam, the exit ramp contracts okay. and all the rest of it. That's what I'm talking right, about.
8: So, OK, along with that. But you know what? They're doing one more thing right now. It's 14 days until the election. They sit on phone banks. They call out uh, their list that they have, and they try to get uh, more Democrats elected. Now, if people who are to you, and I've said it every time I call in, if they go in, find a candidate that they like, uh, it doesn't even have to be in their congressional district. You, you may be in a, de- a district that a Democrat's going to win no matter what. But if you go to, like, Illinois 14 or Illinois 6, pa- uh, Keith Pacow is in there, you can do the same thing and make a couple of phone calls and help get Republicans to win. It, it, it's possible. It's possible
2: for us to win this year. The, I agree. It is, anything is possible, Kevin. I'm not disagreeing with you. But what I will yeah. say is I've watched good people in what used to be decent neighborhoods who've always voted Democrat. Take a look at that sewer of Chicago. These are good guys. I know these guys. But, they're not only- but they want to be coppers. They want to be firemen. They don't give a rip that the FOP just enriched the Democrat alderman scum that are voting to put these guys in prison, voting to defund the police. This is the game is rigged. I'll tell you another thing. Here's another clip I find interesting. What- it's probably not the list Chicago wants to be at the top of, but a new report from the University of Illinois at Chicago says the Chicago metro area is ranking as
5: the most corrupt city in the country. The findings are based on the number of federal corruption convictions between 1976 and 2017.
2: And they're fine with it, brother. They're yeah, fine with it. How, what what happened agree. with what happened with Dick, uh, not Dick Mella, the other scumbag Irishman short in the pants, you could tell by his wife's face, uh, Burke. At Burke's trial, when did he get busted? Three years ago. He get busted three years ago. Yeah. Anybody look at who Garland's father is? Anybody? Merrick Garland. The thing is, yeah.
8: the right. thing is, the thing is, they're organized. They make phone calls and they get other people to get out and vote. Oh, come And on. If, if people who listen to you do the same thing, yeah, I really believe that they can win. And yeah. it doesn't cost you any money. You, you didn't don't to write a check. mention you the, the vote. cemetery vote.
2: You didn't mention the voter ID frauds.
8: I think there are more people who want change, who want Republicans to win. You may not have gotten the candidate you wanted, but we're in the red zone. Ah, brother, you know, it looks
2: nice down there in Texas. A lot of people driving around, a lot of people smiling. You know what I see here? And even I can make phone calls. A lot of Oak Park Democrats wearing masks. Then there's this other thing. I received a letter at an address I haven't been to in years I, did, I do have an interest in the property, though. It's addressed to me. Ooh, what could it be? You may be eligible to claim your credits and refunds. The Department of Treasury IRS service. <gasps> what are they talking about? Recovery rebate credit. What the hell is that? For stimulus payments, amounts you did not receive in 2021. U.S. citizens or resident aliens uh-huh, with valid Social Security numbers may qualify for $1,400. 1400 per adult, 1400 per child dependent. Now you get to fill in all this child tax credits, $3,600 earned income tax credits. You got three kids, 6700 Just sell your dignity. 312-642-5600.
0: Marxists, socialists, and communists not welcome on the Sean Thompson show on AM 560, the answer, AM 560, the answer.
1: I like this song.
2: Reminds me of happy days. 312-642-5600, straight cats. Am I right? Yes, indeed. I remember. I was, I remember the eighties boy. Oh boy. That was a good decade. Yeah, good to have a Riviera in 1984. That car saw more action than a lot of joints. Uh, in the meantime, let's go to the phone lines. Rich in Indian Head Park.
4: Hey, Sean, how you doing tonight?
2: Wonderful. Reflecting on the 80s, remembering looking under the seat for underpants. How you doing?
8: Good, right. good. But I wanted to, what I wanted to say, everybody in the country knows that, that uh, crime is out of hand. Uh, the thing that I see every morning when I turn on the, uh, the news. Is that another little kid in Chicago has been shot, or they add on to the carjacking over over fourteen hundred carjackings they add on to that? Are any of these people being arrested and well, uh, no, no, prosecuted no, no. for these? We have on the studio well, WGN. Just,
2: uh, we have WGN on, on the studio, and there I just took up I couldn't believe it. I saw it. They have a new plan to prevent gender-based violence. <laughs> you can't prevent violence now gender so here's what we're going to do if you're a perpetrating scumbag rat also known as a democrat if you beat up a selected gender we're going to let you go but don't you touch the other gender what's the other gender I don't know but something tells me they didn't start out that way when the doctor slapped them on the ass that's just me speculating Rich but don't worry you're going to love the future it's a lot like now only the hair is a different color Welcome to Chicago. Move out. In the meantime, I think it's crucially important. What the hell is gender-based violence? There's one kind of violence I like. It's inmate violence. Ooh, I love inmate violence.
5: How do you wish to plead to the second count of uh, murder in the second? guilty?
0: Yes, sir. i doing so freely and voluntarily. Yes, doing so because you're out. Oh uh, yes, sir. all right. The reason I killed him was because he was a child molester. You did in fact kill him. Oh sure, and you intended to kill. Him. Oh sure, yes. <laughs> oh, that's all right. I'd like to tell you where it started. All right. Go oh, ahead. Yeah. All right. Well, we were. He was my bonky, and I had found out that he was in prison for uh, child molestation.
6: Really bad case. So uh, that night he was trying to justify why he did it. And I just told him to be quiet and he would have to leave in the morning to find a new cell. But he continued to talk about it and try to justify it. So he was a little bit bigger than me. So I got down and I hit him in his face a few times. And when he fell, I wrapped a cord around his neck and I took his life.
2: Minor attracted person. How about show a little respect? I wonder, is that gender based violence or is that just eliminating scum violence? Tom in Blue Island.
6: Sean Dittos I uh, don't know if you listen to Ben Shapiro at all He did a, you know, the smartest conservative alive Spent a half an hour this afternoon doing a mea culpa On how he <laughs> told people How he told
2: people to get vaccines How transmission was going to be uh, reduced yeah. by Do me a favor before you go the before, uh, uh-huh. From day one, who said never put it in your body?
6: Absolutely. And, Sean, my point was I was thinking, you're the smartest SOB out there, supposedly. But I'll tell you what, any neighborhood guy would have known not to listen to them and take that
2: bull crap. But no, when the shot. fix
0: is in, you step
2: aside. I'll be back after this.
0: From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now...
2: got this mafia so, government me, I understand to a certain extent How some people fall for the chicanery That is called our government I particularly understand misdirection plays like this
9: No person is above the law in this country Nothing stops
4: us no per- I don't know how to maybe say that again No person is above the law in this country I can't say it any more clearly than that There is nothing in the principles of prosecution in any other factors which prevent us from investigating anyone, anyone who's criminally responsible uh, for for, uh, uh, an attempt to undo a democratic election.
2: Really? Is that the case? We have $31 million that we can trace back has been paid to the Biden conglomerate, the LLCs, the variety, and they all have been through the bagman liaison, Hunter Biden. So if one person isn't above the law, then then it must mean one party is. I believe that to be the case. My next guest, Scott Powell, is author of Rediscovering America. He's a senior fellow at at the, the Discovery Institute. He also understands the Biden family is owned by the Chinese Communist Party. Scott, thank you for joining me. How are you?
4: I'm very well, and it is great to be with you and your terrific audience.
2: You know, this is something that is astonishing to me, how an entire part of our society, at least 50% of it, ignores the pay-to-play system, the scheme that has been bribing the Biden crime family since Joe Biden was the vice president. $31 million paid to him by liaisons of the Communist Party means his father is an apparatchik to the Chinese Communist Party. If I missed something
4: no you have not you said it very precisely as a matter of fact how can we help
2: reestablish the rules and the principles of law i mean i remember what was it called the emoluments clause that they wanted to use against donald trump for his hotel charges well how in the world is this permitted
4: i mean that that in terms of it, its uh, its threat to our country its effect on our country whatever Donald Trump didn't quite account for exactly the right way is dwarfed by the corruption in the Biden family. You know, just think about it. Our mortal enemy, which is red China now controls the president of the United States. This is an unthinkable scenario. This is, this is absolutely beyond belief if you if you told someone uh, 20 years ago that there a day would arrive when we would have a you know a, a foreign controlled a communist controlled president they would laugh at you
2: and simultaneously it is an explanation of Biden policies that continue to weaken, continue to weaken American industries American business backdoor nationalize, all of which have strengthened the Chinese Communist Party but bottom line all in which explain so many of the self-mutilating, suicidal policies of the Democrat mafia, it also explains why Diane Feinstein is an apparatchik of the of the Communist Party, as her driver for thirty years or twenty seven years was a spy. We've got Swalwell, whose Matahari girlfriend was a spy. We've even got the, the direct connection between Rupert Murdoch and his ex wife. To the Chinese Communist Party have we not successfully been infiltrated, and has not Merrick Garland thrown the scent off by pretending to indict two Chinese uh, communists as recently as yesterday
4: well, it was more than that, and I wasn't I, I I thought it was it was a good sign but uh, but i 'm not fooled by it no. you know uh, Merrick garland is a is a political apparatchik. Uh, he has supported the illegal act activity. Uh, of of Joe Biden in every single way. He's used the FBI in unprecedented ways to uh, harass and prosecute and intimidate American citizens for exercising their constitutional rights, such as going to a school board meeting and protesting, letting their voices be heard that they didn't want the school board to approve of sexualizing and indoctrinating their kids with critical race theory. That's, that's the prerogative that's called free speech. And that (laughs) that is something that is, is part of our fabric. We, when there's a problem, we speak up about it. Uh, and, and to, and to label these people as domestic terrorists was an, was outlandish. It was, it, 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 it was a reflection on how depraved, uh, Merrick Garland and the Biden administration really are. They are depraved people. They are morally depraved. Have and I, I, want,
2: I want your opinion on this, because I am from the sewer of Chicago, and I believe that the people have been conditioned to accept political corruption. And I use my once great city as an example, a prime example. We have such legacy mobster families as the Dailies, as Dick Mel, as Ed Burke, as Mike Madigan. We have the mindset of servitude that would allow people from great neighborhoods to continually vote Democrat in hopes to get cut on, cut in on the scams that pay massive amounts to individuals the whole time protecting the mafia government that, that destroyed the once great city of Chicago. And this is a theme throughout our nation, whether you go to New York, New Jersey, Philadelphia, Los Angeles, San Francisco. I mean, pick an area that has been under Democrat control. And we have all adopted this mind of a slave that allows the open and notorious bribery of pay to play schemes. So it's now normal in our country to have political campaign contributors be connected to different crime organizations. And the biggest crime organization in existence is the Chinese Communist Party. So haven't the American Democrats, those people who already accept this and continue to vote Democrat, aren't they just used to it and they're not bothered by it at this point and that is the explanation for the biden family
4: i fear that you i fear that you are largely correct uh but what we're after what you and i and people who think like us are after are reaching the people that are 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 not all the way captured (laughs) we we want to get to the people and remind them that life can be so much better yeah i agree uh you know when you honor when you have honesty in high places when you have responsible government remember the the principles that were that that were part of the founding of this country in the declaration and the constitution they are still there those documents still are there i mean they've been under assault but the second amendment is still there the first amendment's been under assault but it's still there and what we have to do is we have to push back when our rights are being infringed and we have to really uh, be very focused on electing a different kind of politician than ever before. And we've got a lot of good people running. I
2: know, but uh, I, here's my issue. And, and you talked to the yeah. lovely Honey Bunny a couple of times. You've been on my show at least four, right? three, four times minimum. And, yeah. we, and I love yeah. having you on, and I love the optimism you bring. I love your book, your books, your, your, your litany of books. Your last one, Rediscovering America, is among my favorite. Uh, the lovely Honey Bunny just informed me she has a friend. Uh, tramp, as it would be, three different fathers, three different kids, and the kids themselves, from infants, but that baby doesn't have one that we know, but her seven-year-old has a link card. Her 10-year-old has a link card. The mother has a link card. I have numerous clips where our welfare system is the one that's guilty of corrupting our citizens. As they are paying the inflation offset of the Biden cost, as the last four months they've gotten emergency allotments of $1,300 increases a month. I myself have just received mail at an old address that tries to entice me into the welfare system. We have the normalization of payoffs. Years ago in Chicago, they used to pay bums $5 and buy them Ripple to vote Democrat. Now you're paying good people sixty, seventy thousand $70,000 in welfare to vote Democrat. Isn't that the key to fixing things and without welfare reform, without enriching everybody who's willing to turn a blind eye to the corruption that is the Democrat mafia Biden crime family? Isn't it impossible to fix it unless we fix our pay-to-play scheme in our own life, the welfare
5: system?
4: I agree with you. Yes, yes. Uh, you know we we don't need to, you know we, we don't need to put you know to embrace you know reforms that really don't change the direction of our country. We need to we need to recognize that we need to get back to basic principles in many areas. We need to prosecute lawbreakers. We need to, you know, and it isn't that you arrest all the lawbreakers, but when you can make an example out of people who have violated the public trust and broken the law, committed felonies, people like, people like Joe, the Biden family, people like Mm -hmm. Hillary Clinton. I mean, uh, and there's a long list of them, but they've been, there's been no consequences for breaking the law on the Democrat side. Meanwhile, on the Republican side, uh, you don't have to break the law and they'll still go after you. Oh, it's,
2: and they can, they've weaponized the law to where you're, you're, law. you're protecting predators in these, in these Democrat sewers and you're re-victimizing victims. And it's interesting because I think it can be turned around, ironically, with their own weapons. And I'll tell you what I mean by this. I'm all for a welfare system that's temporary. I really am. Sometimes people crap out and they need help. I get it. It has to be temporary and it has to be tied to law. You could turn the ghettos of Chicago into Disneyland in one change in welfare. If you are a convicted felon, you no longer qualify for government sustenance. End of story. And that is a way you kill two rat birds with one good stone and I have yet to hear a Republican run and even mention welfare reform or this idea that we tie behavior to benefits of the state. This is something that was commonplace 40 years ago when you were a young man. This is something that is now a th- a third rail. How do we get the character and the dignity of our nation back?
4: Well, Sean, it's 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 getting people like you elected to
8: high places.
2: Oh, <laughs> Sean, I can't. I, I almost. Please, I, have, I, I wanted to fist fight a guy because he commented on my on my wife. He mentioned my wife. I was ready to beat these brains. in. I'm the last guy that could get elected
4: in a in, a, in an issue. But these issues are important. <laughs> no, I'm not suggesting that you go into into office, but it's oh. your mindset and your character, your the courage, and the passion that you bring to these issues, Sean. You are absolutely right on. Everything you've said is it is a solution and you've got the, you know, it's your kind of passion and conviction. If we can find those people and get behind them and encourage them to, to undertake these fundamental reforms. And maybe we can, you know, the virtue of America is we have 50 different States. We have a lot of different places. If we could experiment here and there with some of your ideas, Sean, and see if they worked, my gosh, it would be, you know it it, you know, it 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 would spread. Thank you know? you. Well you know, Scott,
2: it's some it's interesting. You and I I'm now trapped in Illinois, which is why I'm a little bitter and a little paler. But you, you know I went I, to the
4: University of Chicago. I know I know, you I know did. Chicago very well, yeah.
2: And you now live in Florida. And it's I something knew. it's something I try to tell my friends and family who for one reason or another are used to the, the, the corruption, are used to the failure, are used to the fascism of, of Illinois. If they could experience the freedom and the government protecting it like we do down in Florida, like people do in Tennessee, like there are in at least 16, 17 other states, they would never go back or turn to a Democrat party in the way that they do now. How We need to make them aware that there are governments in a representative republic. There are few now but they're still fighting for your freedom. I don't know how to make that happen because I think the corrupt organized syndicate called the Democrat party in Illinois and New York, New Jersey, all over have successfully demonized such good governments. You hear them make fun of Florida. You hear them make fun oh, yet. Yeah. They, none of them experience the freedom that you and I have taken for granted these last two years. How do we do that?
4: Well, we just keep pushing back. Uh, you know, we, 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 uh, we build alliances where we can, and we just push back. And uh, you use that megaphone so well, Sean. Oh, thank you. I just, I just want to encourage you to just keep going and never stop with uh, you know oh, yeah. the messages that you deliver. Not until the NSA arrests me, and I'll know. And I'm let me, in let me tell you one. I'll there. give you one more little, little bit of wisdom here. All right. Tell your audience. I'll tell your audience for you, but you need to do it because you have different audiences on different nights. All uh, Everyone listening right now needs to talk to two or three friends and say you've got to listen to, Sh- oh. <laughs> to Sean. <laughs> well, thank you, Scott. <laughs> thank you very much. I, I'm W-I-N-D really- from... When when do you, you start at six and go to eight? What what are your hours? Four to seven. I took Sean
2: Hannity. To I, took a Hannity I took an hour from Hannity, and I I see him in Florida once in a while because we live next your listenership to each other. You get
4: relationship to be your ambassador, and your and, and your base will grow. Huh. And and each one of those new people needs to do the same. So wow, you can world. have a great future by just leveraging what you have because you're a very powerful And you get you deliver a message that's understandable and it's true. And when you combine passion with truth, amazing things can happen. Oh, I appreciate very well.
2: I appreciate that very much. So now your book, Rediscovering America, came out very successful. What are you thinking about doing or are you waiting for the elections in November to see if you should call it Rediscovering America Part 2 to make fun of people who still vote for Democrats? Or what what are your plans on your next book?
4: Well, you know, my wife doesn't want me to undertake writing another book anytime soon because you know you make you make your wife a widow. <laughs> writing is you know writing takes a lot of time, so I'm I'm writing articles uh, regularly, uh, just about every week, um, and uh, we'll just see how how I'm led. I I, I I'm at that stage in life, uh, you know, if I if my my savings don't get inflated away. I think I can just work part-time. I don't have to worry about, you know, the income because, I've, you know, I've got a nest egg that can get me through as long as it doesn't get inflated away. Yeah. And I'll just, you know, I, you know, I'm volunteering uh, November 8th. I'm a poll watcher. I said, send me into the toughest Voting District in Broward County. Take me where it's, I want to go to the worst place, where there's the most vote fraud. Yeah. That's where I want to serve.
2: I love that. And you can find Scott Paul's writings at Discovery um, uh, Institute. Is it .org or .com?
4: Uh, .org. But let let me just tell your listeners really quick, why Rediscovering America is such a great book. Uh, It's a great book because I wrote it for busy people. It's relatively short it, every chapter is a unique story about um, America's past and what you'll learn in a very succinct way are these great stories of the virtue of America. And, you know, some people have called it like a self-help book because I talk about the qualities of character of all these great people right up to the present time with Martin Luther King. What what they had that enabled them to do all that they did because they overcame insurmountable odds Yes, So we can can overcome these insurmountable odds as a people.
2: And we can get our character back only if we abide to agree on objective fact. And I think in the coming years, as history vindicates the principles of Americanism, it's going to be hard to deny. I'm just hoping not so many people are lured by the promises of utopia delivered by the most corrupt people among us. In the meantime, Scott Powell, I love... Love your writings, and you can check it all out at discoveryinstitute.org, and I enjoy having access to you the way I do. Please don't ever let that go away. I really appreciate you coming on my show. Thank you, Scott.
4: Uh, And when you're in South Florida, look me up. We'll get together.
2: Oh, I'll be there next week. I'm coming for you. Thank you so much. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this.
0: This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. You know, I have to
2: tell you, we get a lot of complaints from the American Marxist mafia Democrats' scourge that destroy everything they touch. And it really is invigorating to me when the communists who have been railing against the idea and principles of Americanism, the ones who keep telling you, it's okay, the the Democrat mafia is going to make things better even as they wallow in the failure. And the reason they justify their existence is because they're cowards in life. So I'm not going to mention them by name, although you'd know their name. They've been the same adversaries to Proft and me and the rest of it. Because what they are are the example of cowardice. They need the government to be a weapon against liberty and freedom and property rights. So they attack me and you as being treasonous. In fact, um, the email that I just heard from calls us trailer park trash and all the rest of it. But they need a government to use the weapons of its power Against the prosperity of us as individuals. They need the regulation. They need the sewers of corruption in Illinois. They just want to navigate through it. These are the municipal unions, the teacher unions. These are the scum that cannot exist without the corrupt agreements between the Democrat mafia and the abuse of power of it. These are the ones that don't care about the Dick Mel's, the Garland's, the dailies These are the ones that are normally supportive of Democrat policy, even though they are victims of it, because they think they're winning. That's how you know they're such losers. It's probably not the list Chicago wants to be at the top of, but a new report from the University of Illinois at Chicago says the Chicago metro area is ranking as the most corrupt city in the country. Now you would think that these scum that have voted for Blagojevich. You remember that, scum?
5: Who is Rod Blagojevich? He's the product of Chicago machine politics and his ward boss father-in-law, Dick Mel. When ghost payrolling questions arose about the $83,000 Chicago paid him, he said one thing, his supposed supervisor another. When asked whether he violated city ethics laws, he said the law apply to others, not him. And he and Mel have used the same convicted criminals for political help. Is Blagojevich going to use his Chicago training to clean up corruption and And these are the
2: scum that are the loyal Democrat vote. I love it, because no matter how much it's rubbed in their face, they're Democrats.
0: We now know much more about what federal agents were looking for and what they found in last month's raid on Alderman Ed Burke's City Hall office.
2: And it doesn't matter, because that's three years ago. And they're still advocating you vote for the union bagman payoff. Biden, they can't fail enough, and we are their biggest threat. Because I don't dilute my my expectations. I think there are more scum in particular in these Democrat areas than there are not. However, I'm here to let you know, scum communists from around this area, I see you and I know what you are. You're cowards. So I'm not going to even use your names anymore because you admit what you are by continuing to vote for the mafia. You're useful idiots. And we'll expose you each and every day right here. At AM 560. So write your emails. Call the show. You invigorate me. You don't intimidate me, scum. 312-642-5600.
0: He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show. At AM 560, the answer. AM 560, the answer. Nice. Keep voting, t- Democrat. And I love the
2: fact that these scum Illinois Democrats, they don't care about the oligarchs that run it.
0: Newly released documents indicate the investigation may be even more
5: wide-ranging than
0: previously believed. Here's CBS 2 political reporter Derek Blakely.
5: When federal agents raided Alderman Edberg's Finance Committee office, it wasn't. By
2: the way, you know his stupid-looking, short-in-the-pants Irish son? I guess he's a real estate broker in Naples, Florida can't remember if I saw any stupid-looking, short-in-the-pants Illinois Irish gangsters down there. Everybody looks normal. But I find it laughable that they run down there to live outside of their destruction of policies, outside their gangsterism. See, there are no Democrats in Naples.
5: None! a fishing expedition but they were seeking to land a big fish the city council power broker with 50 years on the city council 30
2: years how many fbi
5: tapes was jb
2: pritzker on with both the scumbag rod blagojevich and the scum ed burke huh you like it though keep voting democrat useful idiot because you want in on it
5: as finance chairman and these federal finance, search warrants chairman. released through a CBS2 Freedom of Information... He's
2: the finance chairman. You want to know why you got an exit ramp that costs more than the Hoover Dam? You stupid idiots. Keep voting for it. How many hours of tapes was this fat beanbag on?
5: They should ...request show exactly what they were looking for, huh, including what? records of Burke seeking private gain for himself, including business for his law firm, Clafter & Burke. Ooh, lawyers. Lawyers that vote Democrat. Yeah, I know why. Because you like
2: this scam. Isn't that right, slip and fall scumbags? Doesn't matter. It's the strongest mafia hold ever. Ed Burke, Pritzker, Blagojevich, Dick Mel, Mike Madigan. You can't get enough of it. Not even Merrick Garland when he pretends to be a lawman. The ferret face fraud. No person
4: is above the law in this country. Nothing stops us.
2: That isn't a Democrat. Finish it, ferret face scumbag elfie crystal lake hello hi
4: hi sean uh if i knew what it was all about i wouldn't be living in illinois any longer that said the obama flew into chicago
2: is anybody else curiously turned on uh you're on the you're on the uh the you're on the elfie line and i i don't know if you're a man or a woman but i like the way you sound i'm gonna put you on hold Oh, it is a woman. A woman. Now I don't yeah. feel so bad. Thank God. But you're on the Elfie. You're on the Elfie line. We're gonna cut you off of it so you could sound nice and normal. Because you've got an excellent point. In the meantime, let the Illinois Democrats scum bask in the corruption that they're gonna vote for. Time in and time out, the ones who write emails and call me trailer park scum. Let me tell you something, honey. If I did live in a trailer park. You'd still want to get inside. Yes, you would, especially if you're used to the -the short-in-the-pants Irish Southsiders.
5: That relates directly to the charges eventually levied against Burke, illegally pressuring a fast food restaurant to use his law See, that's like the lovely Mrs. T. She loves it and hates herself for it. For property tax appeals in exchange for his approval of remodeling permits.
2: Oh, yeah. You like the permit scams. Oh, you like that. And then where's that scumbag that's pretending to be a rob a Republican? What's his name? The one with the, the blonde die job, Baba Fioretti. And then the alderman for the business license and the liquor license. You like that sack of And we got to hire the law firm so you can fill out the paperwork. I see you, scum. I see you, scum. Alfie Crystal Lake. Hello? Hi, now you sound lovely and sexy. Hi, Alfie.
4: Okay, hi, Sean. Love your show. Thank you. If I knew what it was all about, I wouldn't be living in Illinois. That said, last week (laughs) the Obamas flew into Chicago to vote early. Why are they still voting in Chicago? Because Tony
2: Resco helped them buy a pretend house that they were behind payments on before he got the steal from the big seat. And now he lives in Martha Vineyard. Martha's Vineyard where the median Home price is $1.5 million. So he doesn't have to worry about the oligarch pretend Mercedes Marxist in Mata's Vineyard. They're going to always be what they are, oligarchs. He has to come what? here and stoke up the ground game of mafia. The Ed Burks, the Dick Mells, the Mike Madigans, the J.B. Pritzkers, the Lori Lightfoot's La Cosa Nostra. This is what built him into the rich, erudite, oligarch fraud he is today.
4: But I thought you had to live six months
2: and one day. Oh, those rules, honey, those are for me and you. There are no Uh, rules when you're part of the Democrat mafia. That's why I'd like to know if Ed Burke's son, who makes his money selling real estate to the oligarchs mafia that make their money from the father's corruption in Naples, Florida, their vacation homes. I wonder where he votes. Doesn't really matter. I hope it's not in my city and state.
4: So his five residents that he owns, he can vote in every state Obama sure. five times, right? Eh? Well, what do
2: you think? You think Mike Madigan's sitting in a outside house that people have pretended he lived in for 50 years? Come on. No, he's in his castle in Dublin with his little low countertops.
5: Scumbags. Efforts to obtain employment, patronage jobs, or other benefits for his personal associates. Did you know that 60%
2: of commercial real estate, 60%, has used Mike Madigan or Ed Burke's law firms? 60. That means 60% of businessmen are in on the scam. And they've realized it's better to pay these short-in-the-pants Irishmen. It's better to pay these scoundrels than stick up for principles. Not me. I like to stick up for principles. Robert Bloomingdale.
7: Hey, Sean, tell us how you really feel here. I think you're getting a little subdued here.
2: Yeah, I know. I got to pop up. I got to read that email from that communist scum that's been attacking the station, attacking Prof for 12 years as he shaves his bald head and never shows up at the cigar store like the other idiot from yesterday they never show cowards go ahead just be careful on that too oh you know? let me tell you it'll take 30 you know son of a dogs and i, I you know, know they made me waste all my morning there in the meantime i only stop in normally for an hour but go ahead
7: yeah the reason i was calling you know my mrs robert and i were talking over dinner tonight and um you know you wonder if mrs clinton starting to show her ugly little face again and we i we wonder
2: wait wait mrs uh, who is, is
7: she going to be a replacement wait, for who, biden wait,
2: who did you talk about mrs who
7: Mrs. Roberts.
2: No, no, no. Who's showing her ugly face again?
7: Mrs. Clinton is making personal remarks again. Hold on,
2: hold on. Wait, I want to hear something. I did not have
9: sexual relations with that woman.
2: He didn't. Not since Chelsea got slapped in the ass by a
7: doctor. Go ahead. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. No, we wonder if Biden basically is going to be dumped off the ticket for the radicals, and I call them radicals, in 2024, And she might come out as a front runner. What do you? She's the only.
2: She's the only woman that could have lost that race. She's the most unlikable, most wretched, most inner thigh chafed woman that they have, and that's saying a A lot. lot. Thank you very much. So, is she going to come off the bench? I don't know. I don't know if she can come off anything. All I know is that for once in Bill Clinton's miserable life, I did not have sexual relations with that woman. I believe him. I don't think he touched her. In decades. 312 642
0: He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM 560. The answer. AM 560. The answer.
2: Where'd you get this, squirrel? It's Tuesday. You're lucky my expectations are low
4: in riverside hey sean hi tony so listen have you ever listened to those conservative or those progressive radio shows you know no 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 wait wait well sometimes i need to know what the other side's saying but they always got these like singy songy voices and they're always really like you know yeah we're gonna take um, you to
2: communism and you're gonna love it in an elevator yeah, 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 yeah
4: yeah yeah so i'm thinking maybe from now into election day, yeah. you try to catch more bees with honey than you yeah. Oh,
2: Tony, and then, you obviously oh, you, don't
4: no, uh, no, I do. And I, mm. that's why I'm challenging you, because mm. I would love it. Because all of a sudden, they think you're sweet, and oh, i got to listen to this guy. And then all of a sudden, you start dropping the hard facts, and they'll be like, they can't be angry, because you won't be calling them names. Uh, only a con, con artist
2: talk. uses tricks. I never do that. Right? I never want to do that. (laughs) That's why I I
4: love you, but we've got
2: to try to think of something. Here, like, I I mean, give me a simple one. Let let me think. Like uh, killing your baby. I have to pretend that it is civilized. It is erudite. It is logical for you that maybe you're a loser and a bum and a scumbag and a general Democrat. And you don't like your balance in your checkbook. I have to pretend and entertain. It's even conceivable that the option for your problems is to kill your helpless, independent <laughs> little baby in your stomach. I don't have what, time you for that. Do it. Oh, no, I'm I do No, no. I take your face and I say, listen, you stupid son of a dog. The uh, idea that like you would kill a kid I is only, uh, the only thing worse is what they normally do, like Father Flager, where they molest it. That's the only thing worse. Thank you very much, Tony. Filthy animals. I can't I can't be nice to these stupid son of a guns. Not to mention, look at how you live. Look at you useful slaves. And if Ed Burke was running, you roaches would vote for him like you're going to vote for Pritzker.
5: See, it's in exchange for Burke taking some kind of official action. So what did the agent seize? This ledger, handwritten by a federal agent, includes lots of computer equipment, but also Clafter and Burke correspondence and checks, TIF files from Burke's 14th Ward and a folder concerning Brian
2: And when you got enough clout like that, that's from three years ago. The reporter that did it retired. And you know what? This short-in-the-pants Irish gypsy, along with Mike Madigan and his low countertops, they're never going to see a day. They got away with it. It's the perfect crime. You know what the crime is? Democrat in a sewer like Chicago, New York, Philadelphia, New Jersey. Pick anywhere they rule. Any suburb, they rule in. That's the norm. And you're used to it. So vote Democrat, scoundrel, and get what you deserve. But stay out and keep your stupid looking son out of my Na- Naples, Florida, too. Would you, Burke? Please. Mary Ellen.
5: Hey, Sean. Hi. I don't know if you knew this, but uh, I just heard today from Charlie Kirk yeah. that Carl uh, Rove has his pack. <laughs>
2: Victoria's okay. real secret is Carl Rove. Yes, go ahead.
5: Okay, and he's—it's advertising for uh, Oz to be the uh, senator out of Pennsylvania, uh-huh. and uh, the Democrat governor.
2: Yeah, well, that's it's what her like- Carl Rove is. Which explains a why he's in got. i the
5: face to marry uh, Mastriano, yeah. and I figured out. I think I know why.
2: Yeah, like is he tied to a tree? I think he's tied to a tree in a forest preserve with his underwear in his mouth, and he likes it. I'll be back in 21 hours. Don't just have a great night. Have an American night.